Welcome to Alderman Farms Radio, where life on the farm is about to get real. And now, here's today's program. This is a podcast where we'll be uploading the audio from our weekly live YouTube shows as part of the Homestead Network. For more information, you can check out thehomesteadnetwork.com for a list of channels and showtimes, and we hope you'll join us on our Alderman Farms YouTube channel. Thanks for dropping in. Now here's the show. Hey everybody out there in YouTube land. Uh, probably heard Patty asking about the mic that we're not using because we're not doing uh, Facebook Live. Now why is this, I don't know why it's gotten picture kind of out of whack or the size out of whack. There it is. So, um, boy, we are a pair. Uh, we're kind of scatterbrained. Uh, yep, yeah, see, I'll tell you, that's not it. That's last week. Well, why don't I have this week? <laughs> Bear with us. We'll catch up with you in a minute. Just talk amongst yourselves. Uh, <clears throat> let's see what we got going different. here. I can open it up different. All right. Hey, Bandana Grandma. Autumn Girl Acres, Daryl Holtkamp, Mother Many Horses, Brenda, just barely bandana uh, grandma. It turns out what I had was, uh, it wasn't the black plague, but I had bronchitis. <laughs> um, I may still have bronchitis, I don't know. But uh, this is not the first time, I don't know how many times this has happened, but at least more than once where... I take off a week of vacation from my full-time job and come down sick for the entire length of my vacation. And that's what happened this time. I mean, you get you guys could Wait tell. Wait but that, you're, you're wrong about something. What? You were sick longer than the length of your vacation. Longer time. than yeah. the length of my vacation. Because this started Wednesday night. and Yeah, this started Wednesday, last Wednesday night. A week ago Wednesday. Yeah, a week ago Wednesday. So, um, anyway... You know, it could have been worse. It could have been the flu. When I went to the doctor, when did I go to the doctor? Monday morning. Yeah. I went to the yeah. doctor Monday morning following our Sunday night show and uh, was running a little fever. Because he was even worse. He was even worse. Oh, yeah. I was running a little fever, so they put a mask on me when I went to the doctor's office and uh, stuck something about that long up my nasal cavity to the and scraped something off the top of my brain. All right. That's too much detail. Oh, my God. Gosh, that is that is like, man, I don't know. There's that and then waterboarding, I guess. But <laughs> it was awful. And uh, where they go test you for the flu and I don't know, 10 or 15 minutes, the uh, doctor came back in and said, uh, you can take the mask off. And I said, it's not the flu then. He said, no, not the flu. So I was glad about that. And uh, he poked around and prodded few other things listened to me and he said it's a bronchitis so um, put me on a short course of antibiotics and a few other things and uh, man he's been very still very slow to get well very slow to get well you can hear it in my voice I'm not well yet Uh, I woke up this morning coughing my head off and uh, was still wheezing as of yesterday right Mm -hmm. as of yesterday yeah and um, as of last night and uh, this morning or today the wheezing seems to have gone away and uh, I woke up coughing again and uh, a lot today really a lot it was weird it was almost like I was coughing more than I had been but uh, I do feel it drying up you know and uh, I don't feel like uh, wrestling a bear or anything like that and uh, I did manage to clean up the kitchen for Pat um, he did. That was a nice surprise. Yesterday, and uh, washed my hands good before I did it. <laughs> and uh, so it, it's just been it's just been something. It's just been a heck of a week. Yeah. And poor Pat. I don't know how she does it. This is this this woman is my wife's tougher than your wife. Oh. I, you know, but because uh, she has been blowing and going. And working her her hands to the bone to provide a an amazing Thanksgiving meal for our entire family and uh, to get ready for a farmers market. Yeah, that was uh, that was very hectic. It's hectic enough as it is getting ready for the farmers market and 
everything and then having to juggle everything else. I was so glad that our youngest daughter and our youngest son were home for part of the time because they helped out tremendously. Yeah. I couldn't have done it without them. Yeah. So, but, um. I gotta figure out. But that's, uh, that's the way we started out our week. Uh, Tommy, my mom had a doctor's appointment, um, Monday afternoon. I baked all morning and Tommy got his doctor's appointment. Our youngest son, Corey, had to drive Tommy to his doctor's appointment because he was too sick to drive. And yeah. Oh, it, uh, that was a day. It was a day. Yeah. And so, but let's show them what I did. Show my, uh, what you want to see? What do you want to show first? Show, uh, well, show my big pans. These are my big dish pans I had full of, uh, those of you follow who follow along with Patty's, uh, live how to make sourdough bread tutorial might recognize these pans yep that's my sourdough rising and then i got it all into loaves that's sourdough and then the uh one i guess closest is cinnamon sourdough and then i did i did some big pans of rolls back there in the back i typically don't do those i usually do the small pans and uh they sold right off the bat so I so was excited. and this was all when Monday? This was Monday. I did the baking. Well, I, yeah, I did the baking and then, and I also do some breadsticks. That's the breadsticks and this is them after it's already been uh, baked. That's the sourdough loaves. That's all you, that's all you sent me of uh, finished product. Yeah, yeah. Well, the cinnamon rolls are finished and then of course the cinnamon rolls are baked that morning and I, I promised the, the cinnamon roll video and I guess you can just say I lied because I did a triple batch, and when I did a huge batch of sourdough um, bread, it, it was kind of confusing because I was working with so much, and most viewers are not going to be using so much. So I decided I'm going to do, I'm going to do just a pan of cinnamon rolls, which I guess the family will be excited, and my neighbor across the street. Yeah. Um, Best neighbor in the universe. That's right. But um, anyway, I did have a few cinnamon rolls left <coughs> over that I uh, dropped off to him. And we, the kid, they had a few around here too to have some. But anyway, I'll do a, a, a normal batch of cinnamon rolls to show on the video where it, where y'all won't have to, well, you can see exactly how I do it and everything without having to watch the big, huge batch being done. Yeah. So. Yeah, because it's, it's always best if you don't have to do math. That's <laughs> well. my that's my philosophy in life. My you know one of my philosophies in life is it's life is better without math. And then um, our week, like Tommy said, it's been kind of crazy. It's been it's it would have been a hard week without the market, without Thanksgiving, um, with him just being sick and me having to juggle the outside <laughs> chores, inside chores, and Mama and everything else. But uh did, did Corey send his video yeah i got it and it's crooked you know i, I don't know I, i'm something i've run into with wirecast which is the software we use to do our live show is that sometimes when i'm importing uh, images or little footage it turns them upside down or sideways or whatever and i can't figure out how to fix that there is a i can change the x axis i can change the y axis but it doesn't i can't rotate it 90 degrees clockwise or counterclockwise i can either rotate it like this or like this but i need to rotate things uh clockwise and counterclockwise and here's an example this is a little footage that Corey sent us of the front of his car this was monday evening after the long day of baking i was totally exhausted Corey was going to play tennis and he wasn't gone five minutes and we get a phone call and he hit a deer so he hit it right square on to just uh, not both the headlights out, messed up the radiator, the fan. There's, I didn't know there was two fan things in there, but there is one that you can see and then one on the inside. Um, met a distant neighbor that's across the highway from us and he had stopped to help Corey. He was a very, very nice man. And so yeah. I told him to come get a pig because, I mean, I just appreciated his help so much. <laughs> so We hadn't heard from him yet, which I know it's been Thanksgiving, but we need to make sure to get him a pig mm -hmm. because he, he really did help him. And mm -hmm. one of those deals where Corey said, you know, he saw the deer in the field to the left of him. Yeah. And what he just didn't account well, one for. One cross the road, though. One cross the road in front of him. Oh, one cross the road, and he, he saw the ones, and one. he was looking at that one, yeah. and the ones that had already crossed the road, and um, 
and before he could do anything about it, bam, you know, there yeah. was another one. So He just assumed they were going to stay where they were, and well, one followed. Yeah, well, I guess those did stay where they were, and another one came from the direction they had come from. But I, I don't know, maybe I misunderstood it, but uh, the good news is... The, the meat was good, you know, yeah. so... He uh, hit it He hit it square, right in the middle of his car. The deer had lots of internal injuries, um, but the hind quarters, the front quarters, back strap, tenderloin, all was good. It was and, good. And we're thankful that Corey, you know, number Corey, one, that he wasn't yeah. hurt. Um, number two, that we, did, we, we thought we only had liability insurance on that car, and yeah. it turns out that we had collision on the car, a comprehensive... And uh, and also thankful that Corey knows how to process a deer because he came straight home and processed it up and um, and we got it in yeah. the in the thing. So. But what was so funny is you know I was just totally exhausted. I had baked all morning till about one o'clock. Yeah, I came that's home right. in time to I got a shower and went back to Mama's, got her loaded up, went to the doctor's office, got home from there. At 4.30 or 5, Corey left here about 5.30, and then we get the phone. And I was like, I'm going to sit for the rest of the evening, you know, yeah. and everything. <laughs> um, had Mama situated, I was going to rest, and got that phone call. And what we were up till 8.30 that night, which we were, we did the deer pretty quick, um, skinning and cleaning the deer. So, But uh, there's a saying, Ma Ingalls used to say, if I could get it right, there's no great lost without some small gain and so we did get a small gain we got a deer so yeah that was a blessing that uh and tommy was in law enforcement in louisiana and here in mississippi and typically in louisiana they had to call the wildlife and fisheries and they came and they got the deer they didn't let the person that hit the deer keep it well but, it depends no that was here oh that was here that was here anyway but it was uh, a blessing i asked the police officer i said are we going to get to keep the deer and he said sure if you want it and so i was like yes we definitely want it so <laughs> yeah we have our first deer of the year even though tommy couldn't go hunting uh we god bless us with the deer so my my favorite deer roadkill story uh when i was in and i don't know if i've told this on here before or not but i was a sergeant in uh uniform patrol in in louisiana and uh late one night uh cold weather season uh i was patrolling uh just checking the businesses along Highway 19 in Baker, and I had patrolled north, going real slow, and made my turn and came around back south, and there was a huge doe laying on the side of the road that wasn't there, <laughs> you know, three minutes ago when I just come through there. So I pulled up on the side of the road and got out and drew my weapon. I, you know, I, I eased up to her nice and close and kind of reached out and kicked her with my foot and when I did her body went like that you know so she was still she hadn't stiffened up at all and uh I immediately got on radio and called my lieutenant and said come over here and uh we loaded that sucker up it was 2 30 in the morning we <laughs> loaded her up in the trunk of my car and my patrol car and went and woke the fireman up at the fire department and they got up and cleaned it and uh I know that may sound so, like... So we do. We have eaten roadkill before. I, we have eaten roadkill. And I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> that was some of the finest deer meat ever because she she was... I still can't figure out whether she just died of fright or what because there was no injuries on that deer and mm -hmm. uh, that you could see. She must have got hit in the head or something. Everything was intact on the inside, but she had no fright hormones running through her blood or anything, and she was huge. And uh, <coughs> unless you think... You know, we had some kind of power over the firemen uh, to make them do our bidding like that. No, it didn't work like that. They 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 cooked it. You know, the firemen were in Baker were incredible cooks, and they had a place to store it. And I think I may have brought some of it yeah, home. Yeah, we, we ended up getting some of and it. And brought yeah. of it, brought some of it home. But we ended up sharing it. We shared the bounty, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, so in return for for that, the firemen got up. They didn't mind at all. Got up two thirty in the morning and skinned that thing out. And, <laughs> That's one of my favorite law enforcement yeah, stories. Yeah, he come know. home telling me that in the morning. I'm like, are you sure it was okay? <laughs> yeah, uh, he it was, was sure, fantastic. So, so we hey, stop a moment. Say, uh, 
I see uh, rain and uh, Deep South is here. Uh, Danny and Wanda, I was bragging on you guys on Facebook Live a little earlier today. And uh, so I've also gone on record on Facebook Live that we're coming to, to Deep South Homestead eventually and bringing some horseradish eventually. So right. uh, I'm on record. It's still green. Yeah. But, uh... I see Jared is here. Uh, J&J, appreciate you hopping in. And uh, I, I saw some smart aleck comment about that's what you do when you can't get elk tags. I don't know if he was talking about me. But. No, I think it was somebody else. I think it was Rain that said he hit a deer, hit hit an elk or something. I'm not sure. Oh, yeah. But um, Look, people in Mississippi will go out of the way to hit them. Oh, not us. <laughs> but um, one, one dilemma that we're in, um, it happened that, I mean, he, Corey was just two to three miles from the house. And, you know, not and, and right down the road from where he was, um, uh, some people, the man has a, a body shop and everything, and so uh, Casey's body shop. They probably can to us too. Yeah, but anyway, uh, actually, is uh, his uncle to my oldest son's best friend. So anyway, we we know him through that connection, and everything. So that's right. Uh, I forgot about the that. nice man that uh, stopped and helped us. Um, he put that plastic thing back on the fan that's on the inside and he had Corey crank the car and it worked and everything so we just drove it right there but um and he said the man said you know Corey's driving I think it's a 2002 Suzuki which it was my mom's car or a little SUV didn't and, have any hardly any miles on yeah, it. yeah I mean it didn't ha it still don't have a hundred thousand miles on it so it's been a great first car for Corey and you know I knew that he would be wanting to get something newer soon you know he's still in college and everything but um, the body shop man said, you know, he's just not sure whether it'll be totaled or not because, I mean, the car is not worth but about $1,500. But, you know, it's worth so much more to us to have to turn around and buy, you know, a car. And, you know, we're just not in a position. You know, we're just not ready, you know. So we'll I don't know. find out we tomorrow just, about that. We should hear tomorrow, Tuesday. But we just don't know what route we're going to take if they total the car or if we tell them, well, we want to fix it or... You know, I, I don't know how that works, so that's just kind of a, a bad situation. We don't know, you know, what to do, you know. So. Wayne is in the house. Hey, Wayne. Wayne? Yeah, Wayne's country living. But um, one thing I want to mention to y'all while I was at um, the body <coughs> shop is that uh, we just got to talking and everything and, and all, and he had, there was a table sitting there, and it was, it was really dark when we were there, but he had the light on and everything in his shop. And there was a table there that he had built for his son, and it was pretty, and we were talking about it and everything. And then he got to telling me how he had started making bowls um, and all. And I've been interested in that. I've told Corey that, and Tommy that I thought that was something that we should do, that's something that we could actually sell, you know, as a, as a extra business for the farm and everything. She's and always looking to make a penny. <laughs> anyway, I just thought it would be something that would really go along with my bread making and everything, to sell bread bowls and and things like that and so he has got the most gorgeous bowl collection that he's made and he is selling them and he showed me his lathe and everything and you know I, I've really not known I knew you needed a lathe and all but I didn't really know exactly how that worked bring me one please baby and everything but <coughs> he showed it to us and so I'm like really excited Tommy and I had already decided we need to give each other a workshop for Christmas well I have our first is it a tool or machine, machine to go in it? So um, I really would like to, um, we're both eating, getting us a cough drop right now. So, um, but you know, that was one question. Welcome I, to the Alderman Farms Infirmary. <laughs> one thing that, you know, I do the farmer's market and I would really like to go off on that venture as far as making bowls and stuff. And we have all the woods, on the trees on the property, different varieties and stuff like that. In fact, that cedar that's out there, I could make some gorgeous cedar bowls yeah, if somebody probably. would buy me a lathe. I'll buy you one tonight. Don't you don't scare me. <laughs> he lets me have anything I want. But anyway, I learned a long time ago how to play this game. <laughs> but anyway, um, I'm curious to know, do y'all do any businesses on the side to help support your farm? You know, any little ways that you make money. I sell my eggs. I do the bread. And I just do that during the farmer's market time, which is just usually in the summertime here. But um, I was just curious, do y'all have any internet businesses or any businesses that you do for your mirror house? So. I know uh, Danny and Wanda do some stuff with an Etsy store. Um, mm -hmm. I, I've, seen, I've seen that. So Mr. Rain can make bowls, oh, cool. Brenda says. Cool. I would love to. I would. I would love to 
actually get to go and watch somebody that's, do it. That's right. Happy wife, happy life. <laughs> Rule number one, mama's always right. Rule number two, in the event that mama's always any in the event that mama's wrong, see rule number one. Let's that is that not works. how we are. That makes me sound terrible. No, it doesn't. It makes me sound smart. <laughs> I, I know how the guy I know how it works. Uh, let's see. Well, we finally also it seems like it's been forever. You know, we gave you I don't know how many broccoli plant updates that we had been given those broccoli plants from mm -hmm. Dr. Bill Evans at uh, Mississippi State at the uh, truck, truck crop experiment station. And we're finally getting some heads on our broccoli. Um, I think I'm so excited to see that. Did the broccoli we had for Thanksgiving, did it come from another batch from somewhere? Yeah, that's what the, the broccoli we had for Thanksgiving came from uh, this, the plants that I had gotten that I shared with James Richmond. So oh, okay. So, so kids. it's it's the same kind of broccoli, but yeah. So we're excited because the plants look fantastic. Mm -hmm. And um, are, are the other boxes catching up? As I assume that's on that's yeah, the, that's the bigger the box. Bigger yeah, box. they're starting to catch up too. They're but starting they're, to the catch plants, up. But you know, there are three different varieties, so some are going to be taller than others. It just depends, you know, uh, and they'll make heads at different times, maybe. Did they see that? No, I uh, I put that on there because we talked about my new car last week, but. Well, we Patty, we she, she got to, to haul her stuff to the farmer's market. I did, in my car. In her brand new car. Tell her what she's won, Johnny. <laughs> and, uh, it worked it's out It's a new great. car. It worked out so good. It looks kind of funny. The hood, the hood of it looks longer there than it does in real life. But Well, that's why I like it better than regular van because the hood is a little Yeah, it, it does longer. have a hood, but it's very yeah. nice. It's the first brand new car that that patty has had since since the time we've been married i think so. and uh, it's not my fault i didn't no. i couldn't bring her to get a new car and uh but she just uh have you talked about the deal that you got i, don't, I, I guess, think so yeah, yeah i talked about I think last we week did that talk we got about a really that. good deal on the car because typically we don't we'll have buy to get new. some more we'll have to get some more images and, and yeah show i should you have that. taken a picture of everything loaded in there because yeah. boy that was really cool it's a dodge ram a dodge ram pro master city Mm -hmm. And uh, it yep. uh, gets good fuel economy. Mm -hmm. The inside is ginormous. I mean, it's just huge yeah. in there. You could have a basketball game <laughs> almost. Half, I really, I half really. court, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have a few comments about the question I uh, had. I said, um, uh, Deep South says that they sell spoons. So they're making... Uh, spoons and also all right. we're gonna have to go check that thing. out yeah I can't wait to see that and maybe I could have a lesson but anyway um, hey they uh, sell, Wanda they or Danny whoever put a link to your Etsy store right here oh, I, yeah. I don't mind you hawking your stuff on my yeah, channel please do uh, we're talking about that anybody that, that yeah. has that please post it well they have to be an admin to uh, oh, okay. and Wanda and them are an admin so go ahead and post a link to your Etsy store here in this chat and plus, it'll be there for us to, and also do it on a comment once this video's closed yeah, if you that's have a, a good chance. Idea. Good idea. That way we can go uh, check it out and get some ideas, mm -hmm. and I might I might find some Christmas ideas <laughs> on there. But anyway, let me finish telling what they, they sell cookbooks, sweet potato books, uh, crocheted dishcloths. Oh, and I have, I have a crocheted washcloth, a bath cloth, and I crocheted me, uh, well, I actually knitted it. Uh, dishcloth and I really really like them very much if you never tried that you need to because uh, they really work good uh, washing dishes um, Danny corn yeah some of his corn I guess. oh okay so that's cool and Beth says that she sells to her local small stores thanks we tree we uh, we tree posted the link oh good good you got to be fast Wanda to beat we tree <laughs> <laughs> anyway um, Beth what 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 do you sell I'm curious to know, is it just is farm stuff or what? Um, we sell our then, eggs for $4 a dozen, Beth, yeah. but, but, we, but they're not organic. Yeah. Uh, they're just, farm, you know, pasture-raised eggs. And, and that, that's high for our neck of the woods, For our really. neck of the woods. Now, you can you get know. a little bit more 45 minutes north in Jackson. Yeah. Because it's a city and there are yuppies there. And um, I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean, they're just people, there are people there who are willing to spend more money for eggs. And, yeah, uh, knows, and knows the difference, you know. Knows and knows the, the difference, you know. But, yeah. uh, Jana, the question was, uh, 
what do you guys, some of you guys do to augment your farm income, little side businesses, not, not a job. Uh, I do that. I, we augment my farm right. income <laughs> with a full-time job. But uh, he works where I can, like uh, where I can farm. Yeah, like Dan, like Danny and Wanda have an Etsy store where they mm -hmm. sell some of their crafts and uh, cookbooks and a, uh, a book about uh, sweet potatoes and whatnot. Uh, so uh, that's know, what the question was. One thing I forget about that we sell is we sell live chickens. You know, because yeah. I don't do it year round. It's just in the spring and. You know, like I've talked about before, that uh, we're going to actually be able to uh, sell sex-linked chickens this spring. Yeah. And so I'm really excited about that. So that's always a, a nice moneymaker, you know, that we just do that once a year. So. Yeah. And we're trying to get Corey to make some walking sticks or something. And uh, Yeah. You know, it's, you know, I mean, people pay for that kind of stuff, especially yeah. it's, it's all in how you market it and, and the right. quality of the craftsmanship. But we've got... Uh, quite a number of um we've got plenty of ironwood trees mm -hmm. on on this property here uh that lends itself to you know long lasting uh, little craft ideas that's right that's exactly right and uh so we'll see beth says that uh old-fashioned aprons are selling like hotcakes in her area um, a couple of friends are selling a couple of dozen every few weeks at $30 plus. I have a friend that uh, makes uh, really nice aprons and uh, she goes to different craft shows and stuff like that and she does really good and she's had two daughters come up and she's taught them to sew by doing their aprons and stuff like that so it's been a good little uh, job for her daughters to have and not have to really leave home. They homeschool and everything so it's something that they've been able to really enjoy getting to do so. bandana grandma sells organic heirloom plant starts in the spring oh, on yeah. a local community facebook page and sells out every year yeah wow that's awesome we've actually uh in the last two years we've talked about growing uh plant starts. in fact you did you sold uh i don't remember how many i sold some tomato plants you this sold last year. quite a few tomato plants mm -hmm. this this last year because we had tomato plants just coming out the wazoo mm -hmm. we, we had tomato plants everywhere mm -hmm. and uh so um we're probably gonna i'd like to uh regroup we we, we had a spectacular fail on our first effort at growing microgreens yeah, we sure did <laughs> and, a huge uh, fail but hopefully we can you know i, I would like to fail forward and yeah. try that again i think yeah. we know why we failed because every uh every uh video tutorial we watched uh, was taking place in climates far different than ours yeah. up north up north <laughs> and we didn't we didn't take into account the uh how much hotter it got here how how much more quickly it got hot and humid and blah 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 and we think we basically baked uh, yeah the the little yeah, plants, I kept the little thing on there like I was supposed to do, but there's a you know. there are there's more and more young um, um, chefs coming coming around here uh, that are interested in in things like microgreens and and so I really think we can make a go of it, you know, mm -hmm. but we we just have to I think so, and, yeah, and try it again. And it's and it's a fast overturn, fast, you know? fast turnover, yeah, 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 a couple turnover. of weeks. Yeah, yeah, a couple right. of weeks, yeah. And thank you, Jana, for saying I have a nice car. And my car does not look as much like a hearse, Susan, as some of those cars. <laughs> and I don't think it looks like a hearse. You know, the funniest so. thing is our kids are, uh, you know, they want to be nice. And, uh, it, you know, <laughs> the links at which they go to have gone to, to pay her pay Patty compliments on her new car <laughs> Without saying, "Hey, that's that looks cool," or something like that. It's funny. I can't remember what they said, but well, my son-in-law said they came out and they kept, they saw the car while I was at my mama's house getting Thanksgiving dinner ready, and you know we live right next door to each other. And so when he came in, he says, "I really like the inside." Yeah, I really like the inside. <laughs> yeah, in other words, the outside is ugly. <laughs> but you know, I've been looking at this car for a year, so the looks of it has grown on me. It don't look near as ugly as I first thought it did. And the front is cute because it don't look like smushed. <laughs> and Corey's laughing over here. Anyway, but it is so functional for us. You know, um, yeah. it's got almost, almost, not quite, but almost twice as much room in the cargo area as my uh, um, 
what did I, what did I have? You had an escape. Uh, my escape had. So, you know, I've got, it's got so much more cargo room. And the uh, back seats go all, push all the way up to the front seat. So I told Tommy, if we ever take road trips, we could bring a blow-up mattress and put back there, and we could we could put a bed back there. Yeah, there's so. enough room. And it's going to look a lot better when we get our logos on there because you see Patty in that photo, she's standing right by the, uh, uh, the back seat windows, and you notice on the back portion back there, it's just metal. There's no window. Well... We're going to have our little Alderman Farms logo, um, mm -hmm. the the round logo that that part at the top right there, and probably our um, our web address underneath it like that on there, and maybe on the back too. I mean, we're not going to it's not going to, we're not going to wrap it. That uh, costs too much no, to do yeah. all that. But uh, the in that photograph, it doesn't look in the daytime. It looks black jet black the official color is metallic black mm -hmm. so at the night in the nighttime it almost looks like a charcoal gray for some reason um but in the daytime in regular outdoor light it, it's jet black so it'll look good with mm -hmm. maybe that oh there it is it's right there on the bottom of the screen uh, oh, yeah. along the lower third but maybe on the hood um i don't know we'll see but um, um. We, we think it'll look pretty jazzy <laughs> Mother of Many Horses says she's wondering if she should try and sell her dollies. I definitely think you should. Absolutely. And, um, especially this time of year. And there's so many unique Christmas things that you can do with them that you can make out of dollies, too. Mm -hmm. so. Patty Hearst. <laughs> oh, That's funny. Oh, man. And let's see. Somebody says, where is it? Quail eggs for $12 a dozen there. Really? That's, a, that's, that's amazing. We're, we're, we're throwing around the idea of quails. Oh, and Jana makes children's clothes. I forgot about that. Really? She does. And very, very cute clothes. Um, what's the name? I done forgot the name of your, uh, her shop, her, uh, Facebook. Tall Oak Farm. No, no, I know, but I don't know if Jana has her clothes on there or not. I oh, think she's got, she's got another one. But anyway, if you're interested in that, she makes the cutest, unique outfits. Well, put it, Jana. Tell us what it is. Don't, don't leave us hanging. And um, anyway, she'll make special order stuff. She don't just make up stuff to sell it, but she actually has, she makes up, yeah. you know, she brainstorms with the moms and makes up the cutest little clothes. So um, we, um, you know, last week when uh, Patty, when I was, uh, Oh, Patty's finger's fine, I guess. I hadn't even asked you about your finger. Yeah, my finger. Yeah, she had... Let me get it up there. Came in with the uh, blood, gore, and guts, and <laughs> veins in your teeth. Uh, you know, last week when I was in here, just really not wanting to be in here. And uh, Patty and Corey were out processing the turkeys. Mm -hmm. And um, we had an opportunity to finish Mississippi processing that turkey. Oh, and yeah. That's it right there. You know, uh, is it healthy? Who cares? <laughs> it's uh, Thanksgiving. You know, I mean, the first time I can remember eating a deep fried turkey for Christmas or Thanksgiving, I didn't care if I ever ate a baked turkey again or a smoked mm -hmm. turkey or anything. And that remains the case today. Um, now, optimally, it would have been done in peanut oil, but we didn't, we just didn't do it this time. But uh, really, actually, kind of messed up overdone just a just a tad uh, I did I was glad to be able to get outside and sit for a while this is another one of those uh, pictures that's twisted sideways uh, that shouldn't be like that but my boy <laughs> my, my giant you know 150 pound lap dog climbing up in me when in my lap while uh, we were uh, monitoring uh, the turkey frying and um, had a, another one of these pictures that shouldn't be turned this way, but uh, and I, that's the ones I sent you. Yeah, and another, the other one you sent me, I didn't even use because it was completely upside down uh, and just looked horrible. But uh, it was delicious. I can I can promise you that. And I don't know there there wasn't a whole lot of it left, and so unfortunately I had to miss all the family photos yeah but uh we missed him too i did 
everybody did come over and say hey and give me a fist bump at least so I'm just missing Cameron um, but he'll be home for Christmas our oldest boy who lives in Oregon and uh, that's Carly Ann our, our youngest daughter on the left Corey our baby boy in the middle Chelsea our oldest daughter and her husband Guillermo uh, who is Tomas's dad and of course they had to have some time for silly pictures there's Carly Ann I mean, everybody everybody pretty much calls Carly Ann Annie now <laughs> because that's what Tomas calls her um, so and then Corey's Wait, let me say bye Tams Glad you stopped in. Yeah. Have a good night at work or good day at work for you, huh? Yeah, good day. <laughs> Thanks for stopping by. And um, we had some we had some baby pigs. Um, it seems like you know. <laughs> do you have any baby pigs today? Well, what day is it? I mean, but we did have some baby pigs, and yes. uh, Corey's girlfriend Kayla uh, is a an animal freak, and so she came and can't really tell there's a baby pig in front of her but yeah. she had fun kind of out in the barn in. holding up the baby pigs and um, playing with the critters so all right now I've run through all the pictures so I probably shouldn't have done that I probably should have been more wise in spacing them Space out spaced them but, out yeah yeah but, um a mother of many horses says, says that she's never had fried turkey before Oh man! And 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 they've already told her, you know, you'll never want anything else. You'll never want anything else. So I mean, I'm serious. Amazing. What it does to the, to me, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure you talk to five different people that give you five different reasons they prefer it, but the, it locks in the juices in the white meat, unlike anything I've ever seen before. You know. Mm -hmm. Uh, typically, the white meat on a turkey, you know, kind of has Could a reputation yeah. of being dry. Yeah. But um, I, I don't know. Something about dropping it in that hot oil seals it in there, and, and mm -hmm. it's not grease. You know, I know somebody's probably thinking, well, yeah, it ain't it's dry. Greasy. It's full of grease. No, it's, nah. it's not. It, uh, but something about it rapidly sealing it in mm -hmm. uh, the carcass. And two, one thing that we do. Um, and they, they sell the stuff in the jar that you can um, you can season your turkey with, but the way we do it is I take uh, an onion and two garlic cloves and two to three cups of water and put it in the food processor. Actually, I don't put that much water in the food processor, maybe a little bit, and you puree that and you mix the water with it and you add a little salt and Tony's to that liquid. Where's your thing? It's over there somewhere. Um, anyway, you add um, salt and Tony's to that liquid, and then you actually shoot the turkey up. And so, I, it, so Tommy said inject it. That's probably the proper term. But heroin uh, addicts shoot up. Look, look at the uh, dish drain right there, Tommy. I think that's where it's at. But anyway, so that's what you do, and you numerous times, and it just gives the meat. It, it just really tastes amazing. So you've kind of got some salt in it. And then you put Tony's all over the outside. You do this the night before, so it's in, you know, it gets in the turkey and everything. And yeah. so I actually shot up um, one in turkey. Injected. One turkey and one chicken with uh, that mixture. So it really, there's it really actually, was amazing. There's actually a, a, um, a company out there that's... Uh, Based in Louisiana, Cajun Injection, Cajun Injector, or yeah, Cajun yeah. Injection uh -huh. Company, and they sell their own, their own mix, their own spice mix for mm -hmm. shooting up your turkey. But I, I say it too. I say shooting up the turkey too. But I'm going to tell you, I've had it with the different seasonings and stuff. I prefer the onion and the garlic and Tony's and salt yeah. by far better. Yeah, because it's it's not overbearing and it doesn't overwhelm. It enhances the flavor of the turkey. It enhances the flavor of the turkey. I mean, I guess you could just, you know, if you wanted the other, you could just take a can of Tony Shasheries. or if they've ever even seen that. Well, that some of them may not have because that is a southern thing. So, but, um... 10 gauge needle <laughs> i know did you notice i kind of leaned away from that thing i didn't want to get poked by it it's huge but um anyway so that uh that's part of our thanksgiving ritual if you will uh shooting up the turkey the night before thanksgiving so if you want to know the secret to louisiana yeah. cooking <laughs> or one of the secrets to louisiana cooking thorny shasheries 
And Zatarain's is also good. I'm going to turn this around here so y'all can make a note of that if you can read it. Let me see if I can get it focused just right. But I actually, not. I actually started making my own uh, seasoning, and I did use that on the turkey because it it takes so much because uh, you're covering the outside of it. You actually sprinkle no. some on the inside, and um, anyway, um, but I started baking my own seasoning, grind, grinding up because I've been dehydrating the different vegetables and stuff. But with my own cayenne, my own garlic, store bought uh, onion. And I ground it together, and I just love that on my potatoes, especially when I do stir-fried potatoes and everything. So, but it would have taken so much um, um, anyway. Um, I was trying to. So there's a Facebook page on the on the back of the Tony's thing. Uh, it's people from Mississippi. You know what that is? Yeah, yeah but. I may put the link later if anybody's interested because I think you can order Tony's if you can't get it uh, locally in your stores. But uh, yeah, so and we've actually had different people in the family move up north, and that's one of the things they have to have their family send to them. Yeah, is uh, Tony's, Tony's. and community coffee. Yeah, community coffee. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and you know my uh, cousin moved to Wyoming. Oh over 20 years ago, I guess 25 to 30 years ago, and they couldn't get sh shrimp very much up there. And uh, they have, the. I never knew about dehydrated shrimp until then because uh, he would get his mama to send him that because that was better than no shrimp, you know? Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah. Mm. It's amazing what you get used to in, in Louisiana, you know, when you find out it's just not that way. I know, <laughs> you know, a recurring story you'll hear from people who grew up in Louisiana who do any kind of traveling and it's happened to us I don't know how many times you, you go somewhere and uh, you you find in some other state somewhere and you see a restaurant that is saying uh, Louisiana cuisine you know um, the taste of Louisiana or whatever and you go in and you try it and it's like no it's not at all like what it tasted in, in Louisiana. But you know, Cameron, there's a uh, over in Oregon. There's a, a uh, yeah. There's a restaurant that uh, on Mississippi Avenue. Remember? Mm -hmm. I think it's where. Yeah. It's at. Well, you'll find one. Uh, you yeah. know, Every and, now and then you'll find one with some Louisiana and, folks. And I haven't. A well, I haven't asked him. Does it really taste like you know Southern cooking? But undoubtedly, it's close enough because he's eaten there more than once. So. Yeah, anyway. yeah, but I mean, you know, occasionally you'll find a restaurant that's really being operated by somebody from Louisiana. Yeah, yeah. Uh, who knows how to cook? <laughs> that's so. Ugly. I mean, who knows how to cook Louisiana cuisine? That's I'm what a, I mean. I'll whip him after the no, show. No, no, no. I, I wasn't being ugly. I meant <laughs> knows how to cook Louisiana cuisine. <clears throat> um, I like Mississippi food. I, I'm, you know, I don't. I'm just saying when I get a taste for. Louisiana cuisine, I, I want it to taste like Louisiana cuisine, right, but right. I, I don't have to have, like, I mean, I like Mediterranean cuisine. Yes, and That's not much. Louisiana. I, I like Mississippi cuisine. I like, I don't, you can tell by looking at me, I don't dislike much. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't turn down too many things. <laughs> All right, let's see. Yeah, that's what Palmetto says. He walks into a restaurant, orders sweet tea, and they say they don't have it. Yeah. And then you turn yeah. around and walk out, right? <laughs> no, I, that's that's funny. I mean, because that's just such a staple, you know. Yeah, it really here. is. It's it, funny. It but. really is. I actually developed a taste for unsweet tea. I mean, I I don't mind it. I don't, I just know um, if I got if I got my mouth set on sweet tea, it won't do. And you can't. And there's no amount of sweetening you can do mm -hmm. uh, to make it taste like sweet tea. But if I know ahead of time I'm going to have unsweet tea, I don't mind it. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't mind it at all. So, um, Teresa uh, Dean asks, no, I'm sorry, it's scrolled up. Beth asks, is it true folks in the South eat a lot of fried foods? Um, I don't I, know where you heard that from. <laughs> I, I, I mean, yeah. I would say yes to that. Um, I, I think that's why. What? I mean, Corey says he eats fried food every day of the week. Um, <laughs> that's all they serve at his school. That's all they serve at his school. He says, 
Um, There's my answer to that. I, um, you know, before we were health conscious and everything, I wouldn't say I fried food even once a week mm -hmm. at home, you know. Of course, there's a lot of fast food. I find more and more people eat fast food, so I mean, that's, you know, it's going to be fried. But we don't eat fried food every two weeks, I would say. Mm -hmm. But I was thinking I wanted to fry something the other day. I forgot what it was, so. I would think, you know, I don't know that that's as true. I think at one time that was very true, but mm -hmm. I think uh, just by osmosis, people, more and more people are, are a little more health conscious to that extent at least, you know, where they don't just fry everything. But mm -hmm. uh, you can still find just about anything fried. I mean, you can. there's restaurants here that serve fried Twinkies, you know, uh, fried Snickers bars. I mean... Uh, Google yeah. fried ice cream. I don't know how that works. How in the world you can fry ice cream, but there is yeah. such a thing as fried ice cream. How come it doesn't become fried milk? <laughs> you know, but <laughs> I don't. I've never heard of I, that I don't one. get it. But fried cheese. You know, now fried cheese sticks are, mm, man, they're very unhealthy. Good. Very good. Yeah, but very good. So. Mozzarella, you know, or, or some other kind. It's but, mozzarella. Uh, is it mozzarella? Yeah. But uh, I made some one time. Yeah. I think I think it's you know when you when you change your diet, the longer you're away from something, you don't crave it as much. You know. That's true. Palmetto um, Paratrooper says it also depends on what you fry it in. You know. That, yeah. That's right. You know, I mean, like I mentioned earlier, we 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 just didn't. You know, peanut oil is so expensive, but it would have been a lot better for us to have fried that turkey in peanut oil. Mm -hmm. And I probably should have never said nothing, and you would have known what we fried it in. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, so different oils are, are healthier uh, to fry things in. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> yeah, five pounds of sugar to one gallon of tea. That's about it, Wheat Tree. Pretty close. Actually, we sweeten that when we do drink sweet tea here in the Alderman household, uh, we have sweetened it before with honey, but it takes, isn't that right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, but it just takes a lot of honey. Well, I mean, it takes no more honey than it does sugar. Honey is just so much more expensive than sugar. I guess that's what I meant. That's kind of that's kind of when we switched. Um, I used to make tea every day. Um, for the family, and you know, we have four kids, and they were still young. It was before we moved here, and when I got, when I got to, when they were running out of tea in a day, and a pitcher of tea wouldn't last a day, I got, I said, I'm tired of making tea. I'm stopping this, and so then, because I was using honey at the time, and and so I kind of cut down on my making of tea, and so we can, we we transitioned over to water and milk, which of course we had our own goat's milk. So that's what my kids grew up on is uh, milk and water. You know what? I just Maybe. got an idea. There's people in here talking about lard, mm -hmm. and um, somebody said, "Mother, many horses." You're right. Lard is healthier for you than vegetable shortening. That, that's, oh yes. Know. I don't think there's anything unhealthy about lard. And uh, Patty's grandpa, who lived to almost 107, I mean, he ate lard with a spoon. You know, I mean, he didn't really, he didn't really, but he cooked everything in all in lard. You know, and um, wouldn't it be amazing next year if by I want I want to make this a goal of ours. Okay. That by the time we're ready to fry another turkey next year, we have, we can do it in lard. Whoo! That's a lot of lard, baby. Well, how many pigs we got? Well, well, I'm going to tell you something. It'll be more than me rendering lard for that well, much. Because we went through, we oh, used eight yeah, gallons. Well, we could just render it, render it and drop the turkey in it. Yeah, well, anyway, we'll see. Makes we'll sense, see. right? We'll see. You don't have to do it twice. Render it that day. Render it and no, put, then put the turkey no, in it. Take too long. Do you remember how long it took me to make that video when yeah. I got two gallons of lard out of yeah. it? Yeah. Well. So. But anyway, uh, yeah, I, I was actually right. talking with Jana today. Uh, she said that uh, she made her biscuit mix and uh, she didn't have any shortening, so she put the lard in it. And she said that her husband even noticed she wanted to know what was different about the biscuits because it made them so much better. And and, I, and it, our video that we have on biscuit mix, I told Tom that we've got to update it because I switched over to using lard a long time ago when I met a man at church, an older man, and he said he wouldn't make his biscuits with nothing else but lard because it just made them so flaky and so everything. So flaky. So, and Jana and her husband mm -hmm. and kids noticed a huge difference in using lard. And I'm going to tell you, we've made things with lard before that didn't come from us. 
and it came from somebody else, some, a friend, uh, a former associate, mm-hmm. and um, it, the things you made with it had a funny taste, and uh, it was rancid, you know. And but our, the lard that we have, the lard that we've made. There's no taste. I mean, it's just it's just perfection. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just, just it's absolutely really so nice. it's yeah. absolutely perfection. Ten minutes, by the way. I uh, just got a ten minute warning oh, that yeah. um, it'll be time to jump over to Big Family Homestead to see what Brad and uh, Krista's got going. And if we haven't mentioned, I know I mentioned it on Facebook Live a little earlier today. Uh, we are a member of the Homestead Network. You can go to thehomesteadnetwork.com. I know Weetree's probably already put uh, the links there and will again. Mm-hmm. And you can find a collection of uh, like-minded, semi-like-minded um, folks and YouTube channels that, that have uh, sort of loosely banded together to form this Homestead Network. And just about every day of the week, there are at least one and sometimes multiple live YouTube shows um, on everything from uh, the kind of stuff we do to um, uh, all-out full-fledged homesteading to mm-hmm. to prepping to, and just all kind of stuff mm-hmm. and uh, lots of great folks and um, you know if if you're not aware I know most of you probably I'm probably preaching to the choir I don't know I have the the chat has been box has been going so fast I don't know if there's any newcomers here but just in case there are any newcomers please go to the homesteadnetwork.com and check out a tab called Showtimes. It gives you an entire lineup for the week. Mm-hmm. And uh, after our show, be sure and jump over to the Big Family Homestead and then go see uh, Tommy and Off-Grid Kid at the Off-Grid Nation. And then, um, am I missing anybody? And then Jerry. Is that mm-hmm. right? Is it just tonight? Is it just us, Big Family Homestead, Off-Grid Nation, and J&J Acres? Is that right? I believe so. I think that's right. But um, anyway, do that. And, and please, if you're on Facebook, go find us at uh, Alderman Farms. Uh, that's just it. Facebook.com slash Alderman Farms. No spaces between Alderman and Farms. And uh, we'd appreciate interacting with you on our Facebook page. We're fairly active there. We're on Instagram as Tommy's Alderman the mo- Farms. Tommy's the most a- a- active um yeah. If, you, if you post something for me, he has to ask me to get the answer most of the time. Or most he tells me. If, yeah, let me rephrase that. Look. If you post a question, <laughs> most of the time I have to get an answer from her. <laughs> That's not but we're also on Instagram at Alderman Farms. We're on Twitter at Alderman Farms. We're on Pinterest at Alderman Farms. And um, so there's that. Um, look, Bandana Grandma said um, about Lord, can she render... Uh, Lard from the outer fat and skin on a ham, or does it have to be uncooked pork? Um, hmm. I'm not 100% on that, but all you have to do is put it in a skillet on low heat. You might want to put a little bit of water while it's starting to heat up and everything, just a little bit of water, and see if it melts down. You know, I yeah. mean, that's the way. Oh, no, no, that's curious. No, I've never, I've never thought of that or, or had anybody ask. Mm-hmm. The question I would have would be about the purity, I guess. I don't know. I'm kind of thinking out loud. No, I mean, um, you know, I think I think it would. I think you could get it to... Uh, but would it... I don't know if it would be enough to worry about doing, you know. Yeah, because it takes out. a lot, you know, you know. It takes a lot of fat to render to render mm-hmm. lard of, of any useful quantity. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it would have to be a ham... That, <laughs> that big around, you know, to, to get a pint or something. I mean, um, I don't know. It'd be a curious experiment. And then I would wonder if it's a smoked ham, if it would render, would it render that out? You know, I mean, With the, the smoke? smoke part? No, or? it wouldn't. You would have that flavor in it, just like bacon. Whenever That's what a lot of people have been posting on here that they've always saved. And Palmetto said so that's what he always saved, his bacon grease and strained it. You're going to, um, the way that you can get the taste out of that is that you would like put it in my friend Therese that's what she does she saves all her bacon grease um, and you actually put it in water and you cook it like that hmm. and then um, you may want to do it a couple of times it actually she's been made soap like this it actually will turn get more white and um, 
you do that a couple of times, you let, and then you let it cool completely. You can put it in the refrigerator, and then your your fat is going to rise to the top and be a layer that you're going to be able to actually pick up off of it. And then you can put it in another pot and do that again, and it'll purify it. And it'll take a lot of the taste out of it, like if it's yeah. bacon okay. or if it's smoked right. or something like that. Here's another thought. Uh, Brenda Collins said a pint of coconut oil is about 10 bucks. I wonder how long yeah. it takes to render coconuts. I don't, I don't have no. I, I don't. I don't have a clue. I don't know how you'd make oil I'm out of not, coconuts. I'm not sure you render coconuts, but it just <laughs> you know, you'd have to have a mighty big pot to render any coconut in it, and I you got to skin that. I wonder if you burn the hair off of the coconuts just like people burn the hair <laughs> off a of hog. I think you're overthinking that, babe. Mm. Oh. Medicine might be, might be kicking in. I'm not sure. But, uh, <laughs> anywho. Hey, thanks for you guys. Um, it was amazing. We, you know, Amazon had a little quick hit oh, yeah. sale on some instant pots. Not the, not the eight quart like we have, but on a six quart and then a five quart. And, mm -hmm. uh, man, some of you guys jumped on it. We, we mentioned it on the Facebook page and, Several of you folks were kind enough and uh, to jump on there and order those things, yeah. and we appreciate that. Those little affiliate links—they uh, all it adds up. You know, it's not replacing any salaries, but it it offsets the cost of feed. I promise you. Yeah, it definitely and, does um, that. And we're we're very thankful to to Amazon for uh, setting up an affiliate program like they have because, um, in case you didn't know this, if somebody you follow posts an affiliate link. And you click on an affiliate link to Amazon and go buy something. You don't pay any more than you normally would uh, at. You pay that Amazon price, whatever that advertised price is. And Amazon actually gives the affiliate a, a little piece of their pie, which is cool, you know. And I guess their their pie is big enough they can, they can do that, you know. Mm -hmm. But anyway, as I woke up this morning looking at our Amazon thing and. Um, it seems like we, we, we sold a handful of Instant Pots yeah. yesterday, which is nice, and we appreciate that, that, it, that you guys think enough of us that, <coughs> that you would want us to have that, that little benefit, and we appreciate it. Yeah, and I mean, if, if, if you're wanting an Instant Pot and you didn't see those posts that we made or whatever, just be checking on Amazon uh, often uh, because they are having those these those sales. No, don't do that. Thing. Check on our Facebook page often. Yeah, he's going to be posting as soon as he, <laughs> as much as if when we find them, you know. Cause yeah. We actually have uh, we're uh, been looking for some for some. I'll look tonight and see if there's any if they still have those on sale. They had it was the six quart I think that was on sale. Um, I don't remember, but if they've got any on sale, I'll post it in the mm -hmm. link uh, in the description of this video, mm -hmm. and make sure you know to let you know what size it is because they do have different sizes. Yeah, yeah. And they do have a six-in-one versus a seven-in-one, and we think the difference is the seven-in-one includes a yogurt setting. Mm -hmm. uh, we think that's the difference. And I'm throwing around the idea of getting me a five or six-quart one just to have a smaller one to do smaller things in because I did get the eight quart one because I want to be able to fit a whole chicken in there one of our giant chickens and it definitely fits in there so yeah it's amazing yeah. stuff so anyway three minutes what else uh, let's see what did we miss oh, I just want to tell them the farmers Thanks, market um, the farmers market uh, the fall market last year it didn't do so great because we had bad weather Thanks, bandana grandma and um, this year it was cold it was I think the coldest day that we've had so far this fall and so we did not have a great turnout um, it wasn't as bad as it could have been and people started coming out a little bit closer to lunchtime but um Anyway, but it was just so cold. It was yeah. just amazing. So that whole plant area is shaded there. Yeah, if it, if it would have been uh, the sunshine, it would have been fine. But mm -hmm. oh my goodness, it's a place where the wind blows. You know, mm -hmm. because there's tree, there's there's a whole thing of buildings, and so it's like in a uh, that whole little street is like a uh, what am I trying to call it? Uh, a breezeway. You yeah, know, it's, it's like a breezeway. That whole little thing. So uh, everybody, Toby, would you knock it off? He's over here making noises. <laughs> He's talking. Yeah. So um, anyway, we're so thankful for you guys, and we apologize that neither one of us are up to speed uh, for a couple of weeks in a row. And uh, but we're getting back. Toby, quit. Be quiet. Uh, <laughs> but so anyway, just remember, guys, our our weekly reminder. We really do want to live this out. Uh, 
more and more each day. Uh, Christianity is not just an idea. It's, um, and of course, I don't, you know, I don't have time to get into all that, but, you know, Christianity infects everything and it should. And so, you know, whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. And why? Because He's worthy of it. Um, he's going to get glory. He deserves to get the glory. And that's the least we can do as far as, as, far as we're concerned. You know, the purpose of man is to glorify God and enjoy Him forever. And that's our prayer for you, that you would glorify God and enjoy Him forever. See you next time. Bye. Hey, thanks for joining us today on Alderman Farms Radio. We'd appreciate it if you'd subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Stitcher. Also, we'd love to hear from you. Email us at radio at aldermanfarms.net. And don't forget to find us on social media. We're on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. And our address is Alderman Farms. Thanks again for joining us today. We'll talk again soon.